morning. And thank you for joining me once again as we uh, continue our way into this devotional series uh, from unbelief to belief and some things that I think uh, are encouragements to, to you in your faith and things that you can uh, think about and, and maybe develop and research some ideas uh, that uh, you can utilize uh, for the sake of presenting uh, the gospel uh, to those that are yet unbelieving. Today we're going to look at two verses of Scripture from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 and 21. And I want to think about asking and answering the question, and we're going to spend several days on this. I can't say everything that should or could be said about this, but the question is, what is the gospel? Uh, absolutely essential uh, question that must be, asked, must be asked and must be answered correctly. Uh, it is not good news, and it is not the gospel to say that we need to try harder. It is not uh, good news to say, well, you know, we're, we're going to uh, obey uh, the law. It, it is not good news to think that I have done uh, more good than bad, and it'll work out for me in the end. No, uh, the good news is about what God has done for us in His Son, Jesus Christ, and has given to us in the gospel received through faith. And so we're going to say several things about uh, that gospel because we must get the gospel right. And I uh, would submit to you that many that purport to be a, a church or an evangelist or a preacher or a teacher uh, far too many times do not get the gospel right. And so um, let's look at it. Uh, first of all from this text uh, in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, chapter 5 verse 20 Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him who knew no sin, <coughs> who knew no sin, so that it, excuse me, for our sake he made him who, to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And so uh, God said, or Paul says, God had assigned him the privilege of representing him, of being an ambassador. And I think that's uh, something that extends to all believers that we are ambassadors and our message is that we must be reconciled to God and that we can be reconciled to God through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, we could say one aspect of the gospel is that we may be reconciled uh, to God, uh, not by our own efforts, but by the efforts of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Paul writes that for the sake of our salvation, God treated His Son Jesus, who was perfectly sinless, He was without fault, He was without guilt, He had never failed, He had never sinned. He made the sinless one, He treated the sinless one as our sin deserved to be treated. Now, nothing about the essential nature of the Lord Jesus Christ changed. Uh, it doesn't mean that, that Jesus became sin in His essential being. It means that God treated His Son like sin. He punished Jesus. And so God or Jesus was our substitute. He went in our place. And so in our place, He suffered the just and righteous penalty uh, of God. And you could say, well, God didn't have to punish anybody. He could have let it slide. He could have been like so many earthly parents, just kind of turn a deaf ear, deaf eye, or a blind eye to the rebellion of our children. We're not going to punish them. No, 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 no. God is holy. 
and sin must be punished as part of his character, part of the demands of his holiness. And so sin could not just be dismissed or excused. Sin had to be punished. And Jesus was punished in our place. He was our substitute on the cross. We deserved the cross. We deserved hell. Jesus suffered our hell in our place on the cross so that we might be granted, imputed his righteousness. I have no righteousness of my own. I have not perfectly performed the deeds of the law. But Jesus has performed all that God demanded. And I get credit for everything that Jesus had done. The ultimate unfairness is that I get Jesus' grade, his perfect grade, uh, in terms of obedience uh, to God. So my sin given to Jesus, imputed sometimes is the language used, his righteousness imputed uh, to us so that I am reconciled to God. I receive this, I believe this through faith. And so we believe this is true because, again, the one who is the reconciler, Jesus himself, died and was raised from the dead. He said he died so that sins would be forgiven. Well, he said that. He died on the cross. God raised him from the dead. The message uh, is true. It must be true. And so uh, the one who was perfectly sinless is treated as sin. He absorbed the wrath of God. We'll come back to that concept in future days. Uh, but in what he accomplished on the cross, becoming sin in our place, being treated as sin by God, we receive a, an imputed, a standing of righteousness before God, as the old hymn goes, that I am faultless uh, before the throne dressed in his righteousness alone. Uh, and that gives me great confidence and great certainty. Uh, that it is well with my soul, that I may stand and I may live uh, with great uh, confidence because the gospel is the accomplishment of Christ through which a new standing or status before God, namely a standing of not guilty, of being righteousness, is granted to me when I believe. What is the gospel? The gospel is the message of 2 Corinthians 5, 20 and 21 that Jesus became sin for us so that we might become righteous in Him. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.